0: I'm sure many of you uh, sometime in your life have uh, gone out and applied for a job and if an employer is interested, they sort of ask you for your salary range. Well, starting November 1st, employers across BC will be forced to include wages or expected salary ranges in job postings. Joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, this new uh, change in legislation is Jeff Mason. He's an employment and human rights lawyer at Miller Thompson LLP. Jeff, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Jazz. Great to be back.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. Good to chat with you. Uh, walk me through this. Why uh, will employers be forced to do this? What's, what is the reasoning behind government's decision to move forward with this? Yeah, so
1: so the the job posting requirements coming out of the Pay Transparency Act are, are really focused on closing the pay gap, uh, specifically the, the gender pay gap, but there's... Um, uh, there's there's pay gaps in Canada and and elsewhere. Um, besides just on the basis of gender, I think racialized Canadians with university education make about 87 cents for every dollar uh, a white peer does. Uh, racialized women earn I believe 59 cents for every dollar that a, a, a non-racialized man earns. So that that pay gap is what this the pay transparency Act is is focused on trying to close with the the idea being that, if employers are required to uh, disclose the expected salary or salary range for a particular position at the time they're posting it, that uh, they don't have the opportunity to sort of adjust that after the the gender or ethnicity or whatever of the actual candidate is known. So that's that's the theory behind the the job posting requirements in the Pay Transparency Act.
0: So what employers are impacted here by this provincial legislation? Some industries are regulated uh, federally. I mean, is it going to be all employers then?
1: So this would apply to any BC employer uh, subject to provincial jurisdiction. So you're you're right, there are some employers who operate in BC who are subject to federal jurisdiction. Um, I'll I'll spare you the the long-winded jurisdictional analysis, but Uh, If if you are in a federally regulated industry, this isn't going to apply to you. But interestingly, it it would apply to employers who are physically located in B.C., but it would also extend to employers uh, who are operating outside of B.C., who uh, post jobs available to BC uh, to employees working in BC?
0: So, if you're a short order cook, uh, or you're applying to be a short order cook, uh, and there was a job in the paper or uh, on, on a um, a job site somewhere, they would have to give you a range. If there's a job at a trucking company, they would have to give you a range. In our industry, we're regulated federally, uh, and I'm just using us as an example. If we were to post something for a producer position, let's say, uh, you wouldn't have to put the salary range and because it's federally regulated broadcasting is federally regulated
1: that's correct yeah i believe that there is other pay transparency legislation at the federal level that's come in um i'm uh i'm not quite as familiar with that but i i do know that the the obligations under the pay transparency act to um to post certain wage information in your job posting, that would only apply to employers who are provincially regulated. That's
0: correct. And so, it's a range you can put in, or, or are the rules pretty specific in regards to how uh, you address the issue of what you're offering. Like, can you just say, you know, uh, we'll pay you seventeen dollars or higher, or whatever it may be, or, do, or is there a certain way you have to sort of uh, present the wage range?
1: Yeah. So. so the way the act is is currently framed, um, employers have the option of either disclosing the actual expected salary for the position or the expected salary range. I, I have an inkling of, of what most employers are going to choose to do just to give themselves flexibility. So I, I think ultimately that's, that's going to lead to employers posting a salary range. I think one of the major inadequacies of, of the Pay Transparency Act, though, is that there's not really much in the way of restrictions on what that range can be all the act says is that the range has to reflect the the expected salary range of the of the position so i anticipate there's going to be some sort of requirement that the range has to represent sort of a a good faith expectation of what the the salary for the position is but ultimately i mean the 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 gender pay gap in bc Uh uh currently is, is 17%. I think in, in 2018, it was 19%. So we're, we're moving in the right direction. But so long as the wage range that you're allowed to post in job postings can be greater than the, uh, the, the pay gap, um, it's in my view, not really going to do a whole lot to move the needle on the on closing the pay gap because employers will still be able to um, discriminate on the basis of wages um, within the, the salary range that they post in their job posting.
0: So you think that moving forward, the, the, the salary range should be quite specific or tightened significantly?
1: I think that there should be some some restrictions on that um, or at least some, some requirements to sort of specify exactly uh, the, uh, the, how long the range can be. Um, now th- there's a lot of components to the pay transparency act aside from just the job posting requirements. In fact, a, a couple of the obligations coming out of the act on employers are already in force. Um, one of the obligations coming out of the pay transparency act that is not yet in force is a, uh, uh, pay information reporting requirement. Um, so we're we're still waiting on the province to explain exactly what the sort of information, the, the pay-related information, employers are going to be required to collect and 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 publish. But it is going to be information that is focused on identifying any. Uh, pay discrepancies on the basis of gender or other personal characteristics, and I think that's going to probably be the more effective tool.
0: And are are there provinces doing this? And and if they are, uh, have they been successful in regards to reducing that uh, uh, gender pay gap?
1: Uh, I, I I believe Ontario has uh, has adopted similar legislation. I I. I uh, you, forgive me, I can't uh, confirm right now if it's in force already. Um, mm-hmm. But I believe that, that that legislation is similar to what's been adopted in New York um, and some other jurisdictions uh, in the United States. Um, this is this this sort of legislation in Canada, at least, is is fairly new. So I don't think we've had enough time to really uh, assess the the success or failings of it. Um, and I think that probably says as much about the uh, how complicated and deep-seated the, the gender pay gap issue is than it does about any of the legislation. It, it's just not an issue that any piece of legislation is going to be able to fix overnight. But mm-hmm. um, I think the results have been have been promising, but uh, we're not quite at the point where we can say whether it's been you know, really, truly effective.
0: Jeff, thank you for your time today. really appreciate it.
1: Thanks very much for having me, Jeff.